0: This water news with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, Steve, welcome back.
1: Ah, great to be back.
0: Boy, in the, in the last couple of weeks since uh, we last talked, water news, there's no shortage of it. And of course, let's start with just the news about the shortage of water. And let's start at the north end of California and move south. How far north are we going to start, Steve? How
1: far north can we actually go, okay. <laughs> Paul? Let's go all the way north to Klamath Falls. Okay, bordering California with Oregon. Okay, there of course is uh, severe drought everywhere in the West, but oh, up there it's it's really looking pretty bad. So, so bad that the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation has announced that it would be halting irrigation water that comes out one of the lakes or out of the lake up there. And they're trying to preserve enough water to prevent the extinction of some very important fish up there. The Kuam uh, and koptu, cop, I believe it's called. And uh, as these little, in, in the spring when these fish spawn, they release their eggs and the larvae are, are dying. They're dying because of the water quality that exists up there. There's neurotoxins from algae uh, blooms. There's the consequences of erosion. Uh, Parasites. The water temperature has changed, and all of that put together has degraded the water quality. So, so the only way for these young fish to survive is to somehow find those pools of cool, clean water and hang out there until the water quality improves in the fall with the fall rains, and then they can move on. Uh, The state of Oregon is trying to make things better. Try to, you know, remove some of the pain going out to the farmers. And so they have declared, uh, they declared back in March, a drought emergency and approved of providing emergency permits that would allow farmers and ranchers to use their wells for for irrigation, for things like that. And this is highly unusual. They don't usually allow that. And in addition to that, they're saying you can take out twice the amount of water that we have done for droughts in past years. So it's a Big, big deal up there. Well, things are heating up even more than this, because uh, you remember hearing about the militia group led by Edward Bundy? Oh, yeah. Okay. That was a big battle, and he ended up kind of skating through court on that whole thing. That's true. He did. Well, uh, the the groups that he's associated with, these far-right agitators, militia groups, they're... They're starting to slowly go down there to southern Oregon, along that you know, northern California border. And they're threatening an armed stare down with the federal government over water supplies. That's going on right now. And I'll tell you, the concerns are very real for the farmers and the ranchers and, and of course, the Klamath tribes. Drought creates a lot of hardship for everybody. But you know what? Threat of violence under any circumstance, that's not okay.
0: Well, the entire West is experiencing really extreme drought, as we said this year. Somehow
1: those, we've been through this before, but somehow this seems worse. Uh, What's your take on that? Well, I mean, technically there is a lot of extreme drought, but it's not always quite as extreme as what we're experiencing in northern and central California. So this year really is different. And one of those differences is, that the soil moisture content and the air humidity are substantially lower. It's uh, been measured that humidity has changed in some areas of, of Central Valley as much as 66% less. I mean, there are huge changes that, have been, that are being experienced this year. And that means less water in the soils, soil moisture goes down, less water in the vegetation, which means we we're parching our, our vegetation could cause wildfires, and more evaporation. So I'm telling everybody out there right now, I'm asking you, please stay safe, all right? Wildfire risk is way up this year. We need to be safe, and we need to be practicing, uh, 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 you know, safety in such a way that we don't accidentally start fires. So uh, you can always download the GO plan that Operation Unite has. Just go to the site, follow the directions, download that. Uh, Also, the county has a Ready, Set, Go program. Be familiar with it and be prepared, everybody.
0: Well, uh, we've been talking about the water supply, but let's talk about the rivers. Mm, okay. uh, what are they looking like as of now?
1: Well, let me give you one example. Uh, let's talk about the Sacramento River. Uh, we are having, as we speak, uh, E. coli issues starting to show up, and that was reported by the Central Valley Water Board. All right, Exposure to E. coli strains is usually harmless, doesn't really cause illness, but it does reflect that degrading quality of water that could become an issue for people later as, as things get worse. So this is something that those of us enjoying the rivers and creeks in the foothills need to be aware of because, you know, where's that water come from in the Sacramento River? It comes from us and, and other areas, Feather River and so forth. So remember, again, everybody listening, don't drink recreational water or even use it for cooking if you're camping, all right? Avoid algae blooms. In other words, you, you see that water that you're just dying to jump into and it's bright colored? Don't jump into it. Don't do that. Wash your hands and shower after you swim at the river. I had I jumped in very early morning this, this weekend in the Yuba River and Came home and washed up. Anyhow, it's just water's moving slowly. You're going to start having algae blooms and other things uh, equally accumulating in these spots. So pay, pay attention to what's going on and also pay attention to the warning signs that are posted about as, as things develop through our summer months. Well, how
0: about the, the amount of water coming down the rivers? Is that way low from what it normally is?
1: Well, I mean, I can only tell you from observation down to Yuba River that it's, uh, it's low. I mean, as other years can get very low. It's low right now, and it doesn't, it doesn't look very clean. So everything we've mentioned so far is really true. We need to be careful. We need to uh, make sure that we are, are staying healthy.
0: Well, let's go down south in California. Uh, how are things looking down there?
1: Well, you know, okay, let's go south as far as Madera County, all right? They're experiencing failing wells. That's what's going on right now. I'm not talking about some a few private domestic wells. I'm talking about community wells, as well as the private domestic wells. And there's a fantastic group down there. I've met some of them in the past. It's the Self-Help Enterprises Group. They are distributing temporary water tanks. Right now, about 200 households have them. They've done this before. Back when Porterville had its experience, its problems a few years back, uh, this group, Self-Help Enterprises, uh, really contributed a, a wonderful service in helping those families out. Now, if we go way south beyond Madeira County, then we're talking about the recipients of the Colorado River water. Okay. Uh, California receives about 20% of its supply from the Colorado River. That's substantial. From the Rocky Mountains. Well, from the, yeah, from the Rocky Mountains. The watershed of the Colorado River is huge. It's a very, very large area. A lot of other states also receive water, not just California. And, uh, but here in California, uh, those that receive it includes the Southern California Metropolitan Water District. You know, they have something like 19 million people they serve or more. And then you have Imperial and Riverside Counties. Uh, the irrigation districts down there and others, they of course are always interested in what's happening in Lake Powell. And what is happening is the water levels are substantially very, very, very low. Uh, they have dropped 140 feet in the last 20 years, and the uh, the lake Lake Mead is is about 37 percent full right now. So they're in a very, very bad place. They haven't ever experienced this level of of uh, decline in storage of water in Lake Mead, and they are anticipating, because of the low allocations that are being uh, issued, they're anticipating seven states all at the same time litigating against each other. That's how our water rights system works when things get tough. You litigate against each other, and uh, that has never happened, and with the potential for a seven-state litigation, there are a lot of uncertainties attached. So we will have to keep our eyes on this as we move along. You know, something all of us need to be uh, realizing is Mother Nature is the one in charge. It's not us. We need to live within our means when it comes to water. It's just a reminder, once again, this summer, today's the first day of summer, and uh, we need to use the water that we need to use, but use it sparingly and, and frugally. And we'll get through this fine.
0: I'm reminded by uh, actually a scripture, a simplification of a scripture. It was in a very famous science fiction book of the name. And it says very simply, men come and go, but earth abides. Ah,
1: lots of wisdom there. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome.
0: Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at Baker at operationunite.co.